A poor soul of noble origins, a squire tested in battle, a knight errant forged in Camelot, a man strengthened by love. Join Adam as Sir Gulliston and Craig as the Game Master in Blood and Lust, a King Arthur Pendragon duet game of chivalry and mythic adventure. Let us win glory for our king, who will reward us with honors and lands, and the devil take the hindmost. So, the second uh, round feast comes up, and it's roasted beaver tail. I mean, you haven't had this for a while. Oh, roasted beaver tail. Roasted probably beaver tail. super fatty. And uh, really, I can't even imagine what the texture of that is like. But, um, yeah, it's a, I, I like it. I dig it. Excellent. Um, so, what, do you, what would you like to do? Uh, feast deck, flirt, uh, intrigue? indulge games um this round i would like to flirt i would like to try to uh try to catch lady avielli and see if i can maybe speak speak what's in my heart to her all right that sounds good um um as you're you're looking around you're trying to catch her eye and you kind of uh you see that um you know before you you turn your attention to Lady Avielli. You see that uh, Sir George kind of like um, excused himself for a little bit, and there's no one currently like hassling Lady Anne. So this uh, the server comes up and gives her uh, a nice portion of beaver tail. And can you make me a recognize roll? Uh, pass three out of four. So it's not so much the look, but the voice that gives this um, server, server away. But you hear from across the room, he's like, Ah, oh, my lady, I have for you the beaver tail. It is a great delicacy in this land and far over. Um, and like you kind of do a double take and recognize that, is, is that pig boy? No way. I, I'm like, I am like a... I'm just like staring at him really hard now, trying to like figure out uh, if this is just one of those times where you see somebody that looks like somebody else, or this this can't be. Is it could it, it's I I suppose it's possible. Uh, I'm gonna walk up to him and uh, see if I can um, catch his attention. You want to do that before or after you flirt? Oh, um, that would be after. I mean, he it's very interesting, but like the. The matters of the heart are more uh, more weighing on him more than, hey, aren't you, pig boy? <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a very good point. Um, your, your bonuses still apply, so you would crit on a 15 or higher. Uh, just regular pass with an 11. Yeah, I mean, you, you managed to catch her eye and you're seated pretty close. And uh, uh, despite herself, she smiles when you say, Lady Avielli, you look so beautiful tonight. So she's, she's trying not to smile, but she succeeded, so she can't help it. And then, like, she notices you noticing that she slipped, but then tries to put a, like, a, 
a disinterested look backing back on her face. Uh, keeping in mind the story that uh, Sir Sir Gawain um, just told me, I'm going to say, look, it's it's okay if, if you don't want to talk to me tonight. It's 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 fine. It's um, it's it's quite all right. I I just hope that uh, that you're enjoying yourself. This is my home, and uh, this is a great night full of uh, great people. And uh, he kind of, um, he'll just kind of, yeah, he'll be quiet after that to see if she, if she responds or if she, um, you know, if she, if she doesn't want to talk. So like you look, you're looking at her waiting for reaction. And then like, you kind of like glance around and Sir Mavis is there and like her, her face is kind of like, like kind of look, looking at you. And then like, like she kind of looks and at you and then whisper something into Lady Avielli's ear and then like she kind of like firmly like puts a, a straight face on but you know you got through to her and uh, I'll, I'll look to uh, Sir Mavis as well and I'll be like um, Sir Mavis it's uh, I'm, I'm quite honored to, to be at this feast with you Uh Please tell me you're you're taking part in the tournament. Well, she she smiles. Oh, I, any chance to put the, uh, your legs in the air again, so to speak? And, uh, then at, and when she says that, Lady Avielli cracks up. Yeah, and uh, Golestin seeing Avielli uh, smile and laugh, like he won't be able to help but smile and laugh, and he'll just say say to her, say to um, Sir Mavis, he'll say to her. Uh, you know what? I I really look forward to it. As do I. I'm. I noticed that. Uh, well, we have a pretty good uh, turnout this year, and but you fa- you are by far the largest. It's uh, something I've been working on. Yeah, and like that kind of gets smiles from all around, and like uh, uh, your your brother. Um, uh, Sir Mark kind of like gives you a, a like a raised glass to that, and uh, yeah, I give him like a nod. Thanks, bro. So, um, round three. The course is fruit tarts, which is you know quite refreshing. Final course. Um, looking around, you see uh, Sir. Uh, Cantianus, um, that that Roman guy from earlier, he's really starting to show off um, some, you know, conspicuous consumption. And uh, uh, Lady uh, Ladicia, um, the woman who was flirting with uh, Sir Aggravain earlier, is starting to really take notice of some of that stuff. You don't see Sir Aggravain anywhere. Um, as you're sitting down, uh, you see that. Uh, the, the server, and this time you are sure it's Pig Boy, brings over a um, a package wrapped in paper and sets it front, um, down in front of Lady Aviella. And she kind of like opens it up and like it appears to be like some like fine cloths and silks. And she kind of just like wraps it up again, um, looking around to see if anyone notices it and kind of just like tucks it under the table. What would you like to do? Um, 
I kind of want to do some like intrigue this round. I'm thinking because, uh, well, there's a few things I'm I'm curious about. Uh, most of all, I want to say, hey, uh, don't I know you to Pig Boy? Uh, I'm not gonna call. I'm not gonna say the words Pig Boy just to be just to be upfront about that. Uh, Golston probably thought like that's no name for a person. Uh, so he'll probably just kind of if he can catch uh, Pig Boy's attention, just be like, hey, don't I? Don't I know you from somewhere? Uh, so you want to use your action to interact with the servant? Yeah. Okay. Roll me intrigue. Do the uh, bonuses apply to intrigue or just uh, flirting? So it is a courtly skill, so you would get your your same bonuses, actually. Okay, cool. Okay, that's a pass. Uh, five on uh, 18. I mean check your intrigue and oh no sir you must be mistaken um he says out loud but um the subtle text is hey fancy seeing you here i am but a humble servant to my lord sir Farron. he took me in not the year back when i was just out on all my luck and such a kind lord he is and then he's just like kind of smiling and winking at you between sentences. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm obviously not gonna, and we both know, we both know what went on, and I'm going to uh, just kind of give him a nod. Uh, and in Golston's head, he's like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm glad he made it out of there. And he just kind of gives a nod, and he's like, well, uh, your lord is the most uh, most generous and, and gracious, so uh, you're in good hands, my friend. That he is, and he has the loveliest family and since you passed your intrigue, like he says family, but he you know from earlier he means daughter. Oh yeah, okay. Ah, yes, uh yeah, indeed, yes. Uh truly a wonderful family. So um Sir Farron, uh Lady Zoe, Gawain, Sir Tupford, and honestly mostly older um people in the room like start to retire and you know they definitely say like eat drink be merry but you know tomorrow tomorrow is going to come too soon and we got tournaments to uh, run however a lot of the younger knights and ladies is where the party's starting to happen so like you had the feast but now there's like a it's like the after party sort of and yeah, Goliston stays up for the after party with all the all the young bucks. Yeah, and um, you're looking around, and like it's a lot less formal. Like you actually see, uh, Baldrick is surprisingly popular with a lot of the ladies in waiting. So that is something that uh, you know, if Goliston had like a mental checklist of just like you know things that make go that things that make Baldrick. Uh, you know, like ready for this life or fit for this life. It's like he sees that and he goes, "Look at him already talking to girls over there and and just making a making a big impression on uh, on all the all the ladies here. They're so interested in him." And you see, um, Sir Tor kind of like getting people out of their chair um, seats, and he's like organizing the servants to clear away the tables so like you know some more games and dancing can happen and. 
like like this is his gig like i you don't know what strings had to be pulled for ferran to get uh tour here but you know it's it's sure to be a good time because like he is like the the known as the courtly knight of this age and like the room is sort of like being divided between uh knights and ladies um you know everyone's kind of splitting off to like their own teams sort of um you're looking around and you're you're noticing like there's someone like in the middle who like you see sir mavis there and she's in the middle kind of by herself and she's kind of unsure which team to join uh whatever Goldston is doing he'll invite sir mavis over um you know if he's playing a game he's gonna be like sir mavis come join us or if he's dancing sir sir mavis come get in here you know type of thing you're trying to um invite her to join the knights rather than the ladies team yeah okay she's a knight yeah um can you roll me a courtesy bonuses still apply uh pass seven on a 22 i'll check your courtesy if you haven't already but um there's a few grumbles about it but like you're the most popular person at this feast um and you're saying that she should be on the night's team so like most others kind of follow in line with it yeah and he'll even say like well you are a knight aren't you and a better night than uh, many here, I might add. And she checks her proud. And like that kind of gets Hell some yeah. hoots and hollers and a cheer from Avielli. Um You see at this point that uh, Sir Tor has like attached something to a long string and like chucks it over like some of the rafters so that it appears that something is suspended from a string in the middle of the room. And upon closer inspection, you see that it is an apple. So the um, the room is then divided into uh, like the two teams who line up, and there's some jostling around in in order. And a lady and a knight are each kind of paired to kind to with the goal to bite the apple, take a bite of the apple from the string together without like smacking each other in the faces. Oh man, Sir Tor, you are you are such a such a such a hoot at parties. So are you getting in line? I mean, yeah, it's it's uh yeah, this is the game and I gotta be a good sport about it. I mean, this is my home. I can't I can't not play the games. And especially if I just called uh, Sir Mavis over and like goaded her into joining the game it's like i can't not sit it out but that being said he's really hoping he is able to uh play against lady avielli and doesn't want to play against anybody else but right and you notice there is some jostling around and like you're trying to count up your spaces versus the number of spaces in the other line because you're trying to play that game too with jostling so um let's see here uh let's say let's have a gaming role to see if uh you can effectively game the system to jump at the right spot point you can impassion if you like 
Uh, no, he's not gonna. Okay, so I did. I failed it. Um, okay. It was a uh, sixteen on a thirteen. Yeah. So he's not. He's not gonna try to like. Uh, he doesn't want to seem like he's gaming it too hard. He he wants to seem like oh who me? I'm just in line for this game. I'm not <laughs> manipulating the 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 place in line to try to be closer to some. I'm I'm just in line for a game. But yeah, he he was like trying to, and you, he probably couldn't like mental math figure it out. So um, as you're trying to jostle in line, like you're probably trying to get in versus Lady Avielli, but you end up um, versus Lady Anne, which um, not only kind of upsets you, it really upsets Sir George. But uh, can I get um, a dex roll, please? Uh, big fail, uh, 18 on the 10. Um, well, she passed. So Lady Anne kind of takes this dainty bite of an apple. And since you failed, you kind of like smack your face, like right into her nose. And, <laughs> like, you know, there's a lot of like, uh, there's a lot of laughing cause this has been happening a lot. Um, but, uh, when when you do that, your your failure to um, make uh, make actual contact with her actually gets a laugh from uh, Sir George, who like um, then goes up, um, does a similar thing. But then as you're going in, he tries to jump in for, into your spot for the next go around. Would you like to play again? Yeah, just gonna keep going. Uh... You know, I'm I'm trying to just be a good sport, really, and just play the game because this is what the knights are doing, and it's like this is like a bonding thing, really. Like, um, it's like being invited to like a cool sleepover, right? And it's like mm-hmm. this is the game we're playing, so I'm not gonna not play the game. Yeah, and uh, you're probably watching in horror, trying to figure out who's um gonna end up with uh Lady Avielli. She like, um. She's actually she's up against um, a, a knight who like gets the apple and like she's trying to get it on the string and just gives up and just plants a kiss on uh, your brother Sir Alex's cheek and there's like a slight bow and like lots of applause at that. Um, I think Goliston is trying to like cheer on all the contestants like uh, win or lose like he's he's a uh, he's rooting when they, uh, when they do good and he's giving these really loud full body laughs at their fumbles, just trying to keep the, uh, keep the, the mood like light and funny. So when that happens, he's going to do like a, Oh, kind of thing and try to like, yeah. So, um, we'll, we'll do another round if you like, um, you can roll gaming again, if you like, try to game the system. Uh, pass one. Wow. So at this at this moment, you you have effectively uh, um, you're you're sure that you're going to end up with her. And well, you're like you're you're coming up really close, and then all of a sudden, like someone jumps in front of you and goes up against um with her. You could check your gaming, by the way, because you did everything right. But um, 
you have like, hey, what's what's the big idea as this um this other knight jumps in front of you and just kind of like um like basically ignores the apple and just tries to kiss Lady Avielli. Yeah, Golston is like uh he's just like, hey now, but like he kind of he kind of lets the game continue on, but he just like he'll he'll make it obvious. He wants to make it obvious to Lady Avielli that like he wanted that to be his spot, but he's not um he's not like acting out in jealousy or anything like that. But it is just like like in in more of like a jovial manner, he's just like, hey now. Okay. Um how does she re- respond to the uh to the other person doing that? Um well you could check your merciful. Um, she doesn't look very happy about it and actually walks out of the room. Oh, uh, once she walks out of the room, I chase after her. Cause if she's upset, like, uh, I'm upset. Yeah. Um, like you, you kind of lead, be, lead behind a, uh, a really roaring, um, crowd, um, after that. And like, she makes her way onto the balcony and is kind of just like, um, uh, like she just kind of like excused herself in order to like check the air and like just get herself out of a not so pleasant circumstance. Um, Golston will immediately be like, My lady, did he upset you? I'll, I'll punish him if he's upset you. And he's like, He's like cracking his knuckles and, um, you know, he's he's like, uh, trying to like be like, um, attentive to her, see what's going on with her. And she puts her fingers on her on your arm and says, "No, there's there's no need. It's it's okay." He'll ask her. Um, I I can't help but notice this night. It, I just feel so distant from you. Is is everything okay? Is is it something I did? I mean, I heard about Nadins. And uh, yeah, he he like bows his head down, kind of like in shame, and he's like. It is my biggest regret thus far. And she she nods and like it's kind of like quiet as you're kind of um just staring off um together, just enjoying the the air and the quiet. Can you make and, me... uh oh sorry. No, you go first. Uh I'm gonna say to her, um my lady, uh I've made it my goal to to fix this, to to make amends with Nodens and and to bring him back into into the fold, you see, I, I've I've been very blessed lately, and I can I can share that with him. He's my brother, but it does not excuse the shame that I feel. And she nods and says, "Oh, I'm sure you will." Um, can you make me an awareness check now? Pass um, five on a twelve. So you're kind of like just kind of waiting in silence for like the discomfort to pass and you want things to be how they were, but you're kind of like staring off in the distance. She's staring off as well. Like neither of you are quite sure of what to say or what to do when you notice that uh, there are two figures uh, below you under the balcony. Um, you recognize Sir Aggravates down there and the other person that he is with is none other than Lysidia, um, you know, the daughter of uh, uh, Sir Tudford. 
and you're you're seeing that uh like they're kind of like together and then you see a third figure approaching from behind and you recognize it as uh sir katianus the other knight who was flirting pretty hard with her earlier and um you you watch as um sir aggravating kind of protests to this intruder and then he kind of like um you know, like brings out his pockets and like should start showing off uh, like pearl necklaces and like jewels and fine linens. And um, Lady uh, Adicia kind of like, um, you know, moves closer to him. Um, so, like, you kind of have you have because you made your awareness check, you're kind of like getting the feeling that um, like she's choosing like riches over Sir Agravane in this situation. And like Sir Agravane protests and there is a, it, it, it kind of takes you by surprise, but then um, like Lady uh, Laetitia starts screaming for some reason. Um, Yeah. Golston is startled by that. And he's, he's like trying to look out and, uh, see uh what's going on if uh if she's like being hurt in any way um you see sir uh katianus like just draw a sword and step between um her and sir aggravate and like sir aggravate's kind of like giving one of those well i didn't do anything man sort of thing i was with her first and he like uh gives um a few uh like cuts in the air to kind of fend him off and like sort of aggravates just like backing up like like what the fuck dude what are you doing but you're not the only one who heard this scream and you and lady avielli are kind of watching as like you know candles are quickly lit in the castle and like people start gathering all around um and sir tudford um approaches and he's trying to like he's talking with uh Sir Farron trying to like demand action for this um like perceived um violent assault against his daughter. And you know, Sir Farron's just like, Well, I can't I can't fault a man for coming to the defense of a helpless woman. And uh he announces then that um, Sir Agravane will be disqualified from the tournament tomorrow and turned out of the castle at once. Wow. And oh, my God. You're, you're kind of watching all this unfold, and Lady Av- Avielli kind of, like, uh, puts her hand on yours and says, My dear Golson, what are you going to do? Don't worry, Lady Avielli. I'll go down there and we'll sort this out. I, I didn't see him commit any violence uh, on the on the good lady did, did you I, I i swear i i don't he's not my favorite man but i i don't know him to be that sort so are are you basically going to come to the defense of sir aggravane yes um okay let me kind of explain it a little bit first to to sure. give an idea of like where i'm coming from um basically Golston uh, kind of like observed this whole thing where um, Katianis kind of like charmed her away with like riches. And uh, then he saw basically like 
Agravain kind of like shunned and screamed at, but he didn't see him like, you know, try to make any scary moves on her and stuff. And right now he kind of feels bad for him. Like, and he's never really felt any kind of like sympathy for him before. He's always kind of like viewed him as like a little bit of like a rival or a bully, but he feels bad because he's like seeing um, this guy just kind of like, uh, you know, this person that he he once kind of like saw as this like high and mighty rival just kind of be like um, cast out. And like, he's just like, a, he, he thinks that he can, he can bring some sense to this if we all just calm down a little bit. So he wants to just go down there and say like, you know, whoa, whoa now, like I didn't see anything out of sorts. Like, let's yeah. just all calm down. Yeah, and but keep in mind though that um, there there is the lady's honor at hand. So what you say might affect her and how people perceive her and everyone involved. Right. Oh, good call. Um, yeah, I mean that's a good point too. Golston doesn't want to uh, doesn't want to insult her honor either. Mm-hmm. to defend to defend his rival of all things you know um but i think he's going to go downstairs he's going to tell avielli um you know don't worry about this and like i'm going to i'm going to go downstairs and and see what's going on and he's just going to kind of like put himself it like in the middle of it i guess yeah so she stays up on the balcony um and you kind of like go down the stairs and come out and you hear um sir aggravate protesting that he's done nothing untowards the lady um you hear um sir tutfer demanding that uh uh sir aggravate be thrown out for like threatening his daughter um and that sir katianis was only defending her surely uh nothing could be done to him for that is the honorable thing and like sir Farron kind of like looking around like sir Wayne's in bed and like his eyes kind of fall on you being like the most renowned knight there okay um Golston is going to try a little bit of like a diffusal thing here that would not put any kind of blame on either side and this is what he's going to say come on now everybody it's getting late we've all had a lot of wine this this is likely just a misunderstanding. Um, let's talk it over in the morning with cooler heads and uh, not be not be uh, too hasty just yet. And I'm like looking at Agravain, uh, and the um, Ladicia is not around anymore, right? Or she's still in the middle of this, and and she's okay. kind of like trying to make herself small. And Sir um, Katianis um, kind of steps forward, sword still in hand points it at aggravate and says this man was going to defile my lady and I, I will have nothing of the sort he must be out of here and none of this can wait till morning it must be some settled now uh i look to sir aggravate and i'm like sir aggravate what what say you to these to these accusations um do you do you swear your honesty when you say that that these accusations are false? I swear I would do nothing um, unwelcome towards the lady. I will simply 
following as my lord and king um, Arthur would command and as befits a knight of the round table and a um, true friend of our queen who is the um, ultimate arbiter of all matters of love, I swear that nothing that was not asked for was not offered or forced upon that lady. Uh, Sir Cathianus, on the other hand, insists that uh, Sir Agravane meant her harm and meant nothing but foul deeds and uh, lusty actions upon his one true love. Um, so Golson looks uh, to uh, Lady uh, Ladicia, and uh, if she looks scared, he's going to look at Agravane and say, you need to go. Hmm. Can you make me an intrigue? And you can totally impassion this if you like. Because it seems like you're trying to get like the truth of the reaction. Um, I didn't impassion it, but I did pass. Uh 15 on an 18. And um basically if she like if she it was like genuinely scared, like if she's like if she, you know, she felt like uh she felt like this is what happened. Um, and this isn't just uh, Katianis weaving some some story to uh, try to like win a girl over over Sir Agravine, like in like a petty way. Then like he needs to go, and uh, Golston will will stand by that call. So you actually, after doing a little bit of investigating, and you remember what you saw, you recall that. She was flirting with anyone who would uh, give her the time of day earlier. She seemed to be all over aggravate. He he stepped up his game proportionately um, for like the rules of engagement of court, courtly love, as far as you could tell. And they were they were about to go as consensual as things could be when this other guy who had some money showed up, and words were exchanged that you couldn't hear, but. Um, you actually don't feel like Agravane is necessarily the guilty party in this. Okay, so I think Golston is starting to get a picture of what might have happened. Um, he thinks that um, in order to win the favor of Sir Catianus, um, uh, Lady Ladicia or Lady Ladicia um, is basically saying. Ew, get away from me to like Sir Agravane, uh, to kind of like uh get his favor instead because he's like wealthier. And um, I don't know. Sir Agravane, I kind of think he's an asshole. Uh, but that being said, he swore, like he swore on like what it means to be a knight, that like he wasn't being like a piece of shit. And uh I don't know, it's like, yeah, okay, so. Judging that um, Lady uh, Ladicia doesn't like appear like she's like uh, in fear of her life or like in fear of being in danger and maybe was just trying to like win win the favor of Sir Catianus instead. Um, yeah, you kind okay. of feel like after yeah. all has revealed that like she's just trying not to get in trouble at this point. Like I'm gonna just kind of shake my head and say, um, "Look, let's just drop this." Agravane cannot be disqualified. This is this is ridiculous. And I don't mean to bring any dishonor to the lady, but listen, Lady Ladicia, 
can we please just drop this? I don't believe that you were afraid of Sir Agravane in this moment. Well, first, first off, check your just. Uh, second off, she kind of hangs her head at that. Um, as, can you make me an orate roll just to see how this lands? Uh, one. So Sir Tudford is not happy, but he doesn't say anything at this point, which is probably the best you could imagine. Because like his he's basically his 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 laundry is being aired, and his laundry is basically in the middle of a tryst with two powerful men. So he kind of holds his anger and doesn't say anything. Um, Sir Baron nods and appreciates a, a just and honorable um, translation of the law and rescinds the disqualification on Sir Agravain. Sir Catianus then looks at you and says, well, I can see where I'm not wanted, but you have not seen the last of me, Goliston. Goliston is just kind of like, um, Sir Catianus, I, I meant no disrespect to you or the lady. It's, I'm just merely trying to resolve a dispute. Now, can we all go back to having fun? There shall be no fun for me. You have made an enemy today and you as well. And he kind of points off to Agravain and uh, Sir Farron. Uh, Sir Katianus kind of gathers his things quickly and departs. And uh, Goliston will kind of, after just like a weird, awkward moment of silence, he looks to uh, Lady Ladicia, and then he looks to like whoever else is around and he's going to be just like, so does anybody know any other games? So the, the the silence is kind of awkward, but people have pretty much had enough games for the night. Anyway, there's a tournament in the morning. Yeah. So um, just really quickly, um, you're you're kind of all in your armor and your finery. You're getting ready for the joust at this point. Um, it's next morning, and um, Sir Farron basically announces that again, like. Sorry about all last night. I hope people still had a good time. Um, we're gonna we're gonna start up the, our jousting very soon, and you're looking at the list, and you're actually up for a rematch with Sir Mavis for the first round. So she's already got uh, Sir George's like uh, basically uh, kneeling before Lady Anne, begging a favor of her. Um, she doesn't seem to give him one but uh he's not deterred um all the all these knights and uh ladies are super excited for the uh the tournament to begin but first uh um sir farron announces that hey um this whole celebration is to um bring together um uh, people from across the land and to mend rifts and to um you know, make right what was wrong and make decisions based on things that are truly fair and just. And in the spirit of that, he kind of looks at you. Um, I've decided to take a page out of an honorable knight's um, book and find a fair and just way to um, solve a land dispute between two rival families in my land. Um, over here, we have a, a bunch of peasants and they they both lay claim to this um, land. Uh, truly, um, everything that they said is um, 
um, uh, cannot be um, proven, um, but the same goes for the other family. So we decided that the best way to solve this is through a little good old competition. And like all the nobles are like, yeah, yeah, peasants competing. That's going to be fun to watch. And they're like, they're even getting into it a little bit more when they, when he says, okay, we're going to determine which family wins by how much rubble they could displace. So you could tell he's trying to like clear off his land in a quick hurry and also like, you know, kill two stones with one bird sort of thing. And like, uh, he says go and those two peasant families start clearing rubble away and rocks and weeds and piling it up on um, two different sides to make two um, uh, mounds and like you know you can see that they're competing really hard on who's going to have the, the larger mound and you're just kind of standing there next to Kelly um, you know before you do your joust watching this take place. What's going on in your mind right now? Uh, basically just watching peasants do work, but screaming and cheering like it's just the most exciting sport I've ever seen. And uh, this is just like the ultimate event. This is like your favorite team at your at your favorite like home stadium. Like no matter what happens here today, this is going to be like the best day ever. Uh, a rematch with Sir Mavis. That is something that uh, Goldston is just really excited about. This is just like uh, he feels really good about being part of this, uh, whether he wins or whether he loses. He feel like he feels like he had a win last night um, as far as being able to mediate that awkward situation and um, just kind of like, you know, he, he didn't like fully break through to, to Lady Avielli. Something is bothering her and, you know, maybe he'll, be able to find out but like he he uh he just is like his his cheeriness about the tournament is like uh cannot be contained and as you're as you're watching these families like remove these rubble they're trying to stack them on high towers and make it look like they got the bigger um pile going so far and you're kind of noticing like this like like smoke and miasma is kind of starting to seep out of the ground a little bit from the area that they're uncovering. And you're seeing like, there's like a little bit of a crack. That doesn't look good. I say to Kelly. Um, the horse says, and like, um, kind of, uh, like nudges you a little bit. And, uh, I'm like, great idea, Kelly. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll ask somebody about it. And I, I, uh, I think I'm going to try to like, uh, see if I can hail, like, I don't know, Sir Tudford or one of the, one of the, or Sir Farron, if he's around and just kind of be like, Hey, like what, what, what is that that's going on over there? Is this like part of your setup or. Uh, Sir Farron squints and he's like, and these old eyes, uh, I don't, I can't tell. There's appears to be some sort of crack probably didn't notice it before under all that rubble do you want me to go check it out and as you say that like like the the smoke kind of builds a little bit and like the earth starts like moving apart from itself and uh like this like big arm reaches itself out and another arm and you see this head of a green worm like 
break it break through the ground and billow a big ball of fire into the air and it's a motherfucking dragon oh shit you can't you can't have a tournament with a fucking dragon around and the the sentiment is echoed amongst a lot of the knights but uh everyone's kind of a little nervous feeling um can you roll me a valorous with a minus 10 uh that's a fail a 15 on a 5 yeah you're kind of like shaking in your boots and so is a lot of the other knights in fact the only knight that uh, seems unaffected by this fell beast is the valiant sir george who climbs upon his horse squire hands him a lance and he pops the visor of his helmet down and um, says, by my faith, this foul beast is mine alone, or let my life's blood be spilt. And he charges at the beast. Look at this fucking guy. He passes his uh, um, Amor Lady Anne, and he passes his lance roll. He does an unspecified amount of damage. And as he's coming by, he he stabs at the dragon, goes, huzzah! And the dragon turns, looks at him, and just takes a giant bite out of him and starts wriggling him around. Oh, my God. Uh, I, <laughs> um, I look at... Uh... Sir Farron and I'm just like, what do we, what do we do? Should we, should we get out of here? My lance, um, he cries. My armor and Sir Paul, uh, Squire Paul, the, the young lad that you met earlier, starts arming his lord. Many of the other knights start snapping out of their uh, stupors and like start armoring up as well, and like you know get on their horses and they're trying to do some sort of coordinated attack on this thing. All right. I, uh, I get geared up. I say, all right, Kelly, let's do this. Uh, check your prudent for gearing up beforehand. So, um, you are the one with the highest glory besides Sir Tor and Sir Gawain who weren't really planning on fighting. Um, many people are looking to you. What is your plan? Well, I mean, I feel like we just saw what happens when you try to just ride a, a dragon with a lance. Um, but maybe if we all strike in unison, uh, it won't be able to kill all of us. Um, just kind of looking at my stuff here. I, I think I'm wondering if I should try to like uh, see if I know more about dragons and like how they can be how they can be felled or if I just scream out, you know, men all at once. And we just kind of just fucking ride at this thing. You uh, can make me, spears drawn. You can make me a folklore um, if you like or fairy lore up to you. Whoa, pass. Uh, fairy lore, uh, two on a three. So, you know that there's a limit to the amount of, like, breath attacks that 
dragons can typically do a lot of times in the stories you would hear like they would do it um once and then you know have to wait again before doing it so your best bet would be to you know strike again quickly before it decides it can do it again yeah good call Um, golston's going to scream out um with his big bellowing uh size 21 voice um get it while it's recovering and then he's going to kind of just like um spear in hands just like just charge out hoping that as many men are brave enough will follow all right um you can make me another valorous this time without the minus 10 uh pass six on a 15 okay you could check your valorous um um several knights are like yeah i'll i'll join your shield um sir mavis is there your brothers are there um uh you see like Gawain's quickly trying to throw on armor, but who knows? Um, Sir Sir Tubford is like um, like just grabbing a lance and jumping on the nearest horse and damn the armor. Um, if you like, you could roll me a battle um, if you want to try to coordinate this sort of thing. Okay, uh, I got an idea here. When I see my brothers join me in the battlefield. Can I try to impassion my love for my family um, on this battle roll to try to like coordinate this attack? Absolutely. Uh, crit fail, uh, 20 on a 17. Okay, so let's, uh, that's, that makes you melancholic, I think. So that gives you a minus 10 on your roll. And- your heart's not really into it. Um, I'm thinking what happens is uh, Sir Helig gets going and then you're all ready to go. And then he just gets swept aside like nothing. And his him and his horse tumble and you don't see him moving. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Let me let me roll it. Uh, I got to get <laughs> I got to get a one, two or a three. Is this for battle or for? battle and i got a two. Oh my gosh um holy shit uh so i'm thinking instead of melancholic you kind of fly into a hateful rage at this thing yes because you just saw him like take out your brother so um i think it's appropriate for that minus 10 to be a, a plus 10 for this next round as like eyes turn into flames and like there's lens flare going on on the camera. Um, oh my God. I'll let you roll your spear expertise. All right. That's going to be a pass, a six on a 26. So that's a regular pass. You could, um, you could do your lance damage, which I think is 66. Sorry, how much is it? Oh no, it's a sixty-six because it's horse it's factor. horse damage, yeah, okay. and it's just it's not in crit. Eighteen. So you hit it, and a couple other people hit it as well. Um, but it is now like it's pissed and it's like flailing around trying to make sense um, what's going on and decide which of the targets to attack next. Um, you're up again. I'm gonna say your 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 rage at this thing is still in full effect. Um, 
So I'm going to kind of like ride around it again and try to just spear it. And I'm going to try to like, just give like a battle yell, uh, just like a war cry, primal war cry. All right. Uh, your plus 10 still applies. Okay. Pass uh, 17 on a 26. Okay. So that's a crit. Um, so roll double horse damage. All right, so 12d6, that's 46. Yeah, so uh, you you pierce at something good, and right behind you, um, like, it, it's, it's trying to limp away, and it is going to try to slash at you real quick. Uh, you take uh, seven points of damage, um, ignoring armor. You just take it, because it's like this big bludgeoning tail. And like you just basically get hit in the side and just makes you even angrier. And after it it slashes at you with its tail, it's like it, you you hit it really hard and you basically do a drive-by. And then it's trying to like fly away, but um you're seeing like this black ichor leaking out of it, and it's having trouble getting away. Um I'm gonna make actually it stays conscious though. Next round, if you like. Um, yeah. So I'm imagining that it probably like uh so it flies up in the sky for like a brief kind of second as this black icker is kind of like sputtering out, and then it as it crashes back down and it's like flailing and screeching and you know, looking around in anger, trying to see where to where to bite and scratch and whip tail whip at next. I'm gonna just just with blood and fire in my eyes, just uh, ride on to uh, to to attack this beast. All right, roll again. Uh, pass uh, one. So you take four damage as you get hit by like a, a spiky bit at the end of one of its wings, but um, you're you're kind of like. Ignoring that as you are making your way up, you could do your horse damage. Uh, 25. So you drive your lance into like part of its chest and like it breaks off. And right behind you, um, you, you, you see Sir Tudford break, Sir Mavis break, Sir Mark break, um, Sir George's body broken. As like you're just like the shield just right after you in turn just um, delivers like fatal blows to this thing, and it kind of just collapses in a heap, um, and start and like kind of like tips over onto one of the um, piles of rubble. At which point the opposite family starts cheering because their pile is now um, larger, and it stops moving. You, sir, are in a fitful rage after seeing your brother murdered. You saw this fell beast take it off. Um, you're in like a melancholic rage. I think it's thematically appropriate if Sir Golston rides off into the woods with a mad maddening cackle. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think like uh, it was just like... Uh... It's like almost like a like combat shock type of thing, you know, because it's like that's just like a really intense moment to have this life or death fight 
where you see someone, you know, you see your own brother kind of like killed before your eyes. And then you just uh, act out in this really wild uh, fit of violence. So then after that, yeah, I think that's kind of like all there's left to do is he just, he rides off like, uh, yeah, just kind of like laughing like this blood laugh. Uh, before we close, would you like to develop a hate dragon's passion? Oh, yes. Absolutely. It's, uh, Killed my fucking brother. I'm thinking 3d6 plus 4? Uh, 14. Uh, yeah, you have a new passion. Uh, hate dragons at 14. And I probably guarantee you, you're not the only one. So I think uh, we iris out as... Sir Golston, like with this mad look in his eyes, just charges into the forest. Um, he's screaming, he's cackling, like like he's in a bloodlust, and like the only thing like carrying him away to possibly safety is an intelligent horse who may or may not also be a bit mad at this point. Want to find out more about the story? Join our Discord channel. The link is in the description.